Yeehaw! Y'all want a date with an international model? Well, Hillbilly Horror Show is going to make it happen. Holy! That's right, we're having ourselves a contest, and the winner gets an all-expense-paid trip to Hollywood and a date with international swimsuit model and star of Hillbilly Horror Show actress Rachel Faulkner. You are going to make some guy so happy. Head on over to hillbillyhorrorshow.com for details, and be sure to catch Hillbilly Horror Show Volume 2 on DVD, February 17th. Hello everyone, this is Scott Guider, a.k.a. Gruesome Herzog, and the character of Cephas from the Hillbilly Horror Show. With my co-host, Joanne Thomas, our special guest is actor Clay Chappelle from the films Footloose in 2011, and he played the register, a scene with Oprah Winfrey, in the film Selma. Hope you enjoy. This is Ren McCormick. We are so happy to have you with us. I think you're going to love Beaumont. People gave you crap about that tie yet? Nah, but the day just started. Public dances against the law if you're under 18 in Beaumont. Are you kidding me? What do people do here? Just hang out? Yeah, and other stuff. I don't want you to see that boy again. Why? Because I've heard he's trouble. Testing us. Yeah, it seems to have started when Lynn McCormick came to town. My name is Ren McCormick, and I want to move on behalf of most of the senior class of Beaumont High that the law against public dancing within the town limits of Beaumont be abolished. I know you got to do what you got to do, but that ain't going to stop it from happening. You were in Footloose in 2011. Uh, probably, it's probably one of your first bigger budget uh, feature films, other than the, your newest one that's very huge. Yeah, you're um, exactly right. Well, now, what was Footloose like for you? Now, did you act? Did, you're about maybe ten months younger than me. Did you, I'm sure you've seen the original Footloose in '84, correct? Absolutely. Yes. Now, when you were when you were approached for this one, I mean, um, what was your what was your thinking like? Wow, I mean, I love the original. Um, I'm part of the of the I guess the new boot of it. What was your th- what was your uh, uh, your excitement level as far as being casted in Footloose? Well, uh, yeah, obviously, like you, I love the original. Um, but hey, I'm an actor, so I was I wanted to be in anything. Um, yeah. Uh, but you know, Craig Brewer, who wrote it, uh, wrote the newer version. He kept a lot of the older stuff in it, but it's really kind of a a new take on it. You know, it's set in Georgia. Um, it you know, it's um, it's a little more modern. It's real. You know, the, these people, uh, Julian Huff and Kenny Warmall, who play uh, Ren and Ariel, they they're at, they're real dancers. You know, uh, Julian Huff from Dancing with the Stars, and and so. Uh, you know, there wasn't any stunt dancing and all in it. So there's a little more of the dancing part. Um, 
But, uh, yeah, Craig Brewer, he was great to work with, and uh, I was very uh, thrilled and fortunate to be cast in it. You know, I made the trailer to it as well because, as as Craig puts it, I have, I have the most, you know, the most important line of the movie. I, I, I play one of the council men, and uh, I, one of my lines is that, you know, you can't dance anymore, <laughs> which is what it's all about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, see, you... You got that southern drawl, you know, and I, I think that's what's what uh, really helped you in Selma. Absolutely, uh, I, I, you know, I really, uh, I'm, I, as you can tell, I'm a southern actor. I, I you know, I, mm-hmm. I like to think and hope that, you know, with Selma, this it's, it's going to lead to to me being a, a go-to southern actor now with some with some larger roles. You know, I like to think I, I've shown I can hold my own with a big star and a big movie and a big scene, and uh, yep. so, so yeah. Uh, it, I had I had actually kind of quit acting. I moved back to Georgia from Los Angeles when I had my my daughter out 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 there, and uh, kind of given up on acting. So hey, it's time to get a real job. But but my uh, agent in Atlanta said, hey, there's this they're shooting are remaking Footloose, and it's you know set in Georgia. Um, they're looking for Southern people, you know, and and I missed the original round of auditions, but she got me in on the callback. And, uh, uh-huh. you know, and that really kind of jump-started my, my you know, re-entry into to acting and, you know, with all the stuff that's going on around the South. Um, it's, it's been really neat. I'm going to let Joanne speak on this about Selma. He's got supporters. Detroit, New York, Los Angeles, inciting large-scale arrests and sympathy marches. I'm very aware of that, Mr. Hoover. What I do know is he's nonviolent. What I need to know right now, what's Martin Luther King about to do next? Mr. President, Dr. King is here. Mr. President, in the South, there have been thousands of racially motivated murders. We need your help. Dr. King, this thing's just going to have to wait. It cannot wait. You've got one big issue, i got 101. Summer it is. Here is the next great battle. Selma's the place, and they read it. Dr. King! I tell you, that white boy can hit. You will not tolerate agitators attempting to orchestrate a disturbance in this state. It is unacceptable that they use their power to keep us voiceless. Those that have gone before us say no more. People actually say they're going to kill our children. They're trying to get inside of your head. What happens when a man stands up, says enough is enough? We build the path as we can, rock by rock. The cell is probably bugged. <laughs> it probably is. We must march. We must stand up. You march those people into rural Alabama, it's got to be open season. May I have a word? There's no word to be had. The people! There are 70 million people watching. These pictures are going around the world. We must make a massive demonstration. White, black, and otherwise. Come to some. I heard about the attack of innocent people. I couldn't just stand by. Looks like an army out there. This revolution goes on and on. This revolution goes on and on. When a man stands up, says enough is enough.
the in the north up here in PA, when I went to school from seventy four to eighty seven, Martin Luther King Jr. wasn't really talked about. I mean, obviously, um, I had a dream and all, but it's not because of any racism up here. It's because, I guess because his assassination was so close to me going to school in 74. And, of course, at kindergarten, we're not going to understand who he is. So, you know, I just went into it. Okay, it's Martin Luther King Jr. Yes, he had a speech. And, yes, he was fighting for the rights. And that was the end of it. I mean, I'm not racist, obviously. All of a sudden, uh, Selma was advertised on TV for the commercial being in the theaters and and I don't know what drew me to it but I went to theaters to go see it and ever since I've seen Selma Clay I've done so much research on Martin Luther King Jr. I've watched the documentary of the March to Washington that was in 63 I've watched of course Selma I've watched and of course the uh, assassination the uh, conspiracy behind who actually killed Martin Luther King Jr. so I've watched all this stuff to get my information because I find it fascinating how the South was I mean I didn't realize it that much but when after I watched Selma and the march over the bridge and all the brutality and the racism, it just blows my mind when you see men, women, and blacks as far as bathrooms. I was yeah. like totally blown away by that. So that led me to you after watching Selma. Selma is one of the most powerful, phenomenal films that I have ever seen out of a non-horror genre. That movie, it just blows me away. And to see you um, in the film, uh, you made an appearance with Oprah Winfrey. Yeah. You were the register. She tried to vote, and obviously back then, before it was passed, she wasn't allowed. And I thought, with that southern drawl that you have, it worked perfect in the part that you played. It just, you know, a director told me, I do some small parts, too. A small part is still an important part in the film. And just your scene set the stage for the whole movie. And I just want to say, uh, phenomenal job. Well, I I really, really appreciate you saying that. It it means a lot. And I I had kind of the same Selma experience that you just spoke of. You know, even in school here, and and even now, I think it's, you know, civil rights has kind of touched on their... They teach to a certain curriculum, and, and, and they just don't have time to cover all of it. And, uh, you know, I had no idea, uh, you know, really about what had happened. Um, and, and seeing Selma opened my eyes. Uh, it, uh, it it educated me. Um, and and so, yeah, I, I had that same, that same kind of experience. And, and I tell you, I went and... Uh, after seeing it and doing, you know, doing yes. more research like you're talking about. I was going to ask you about this. I've seen your post. I mentioned to Joanne that you guys went to the bridge, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, January the 18th, uh, celebrating Martin Luther King's birthday, they kind of reenacted the march um, to, awesome. to the bridge. Um, so, uh, awesome, and, and awesome. then over the bridge. Um, and so that was my first time because I shot my scene with Oprah in Atlanta. And um, so that was my first time being there and seeing it. And I got chills riding over that thing. Uh, and, uh, and then to, you know, join hands with Ava and, um, and them and, and take the march from City Hall, you know, down to the bridge. And, and, uh, it, it was pretty incredible. And to have my family there with me and to do it, um, it, it was really, really neat. Um, but yeah, thank, thanks you for know, the kind uh, words about Selma. It, it really is. I think it's a, 
some must-see for especially uh, all the younger kids, middle school, yes. high schoolers. After watching Selma, I mean, I kid you not, I've been educating my kids. I mean, not that they don't know, but I was explaining to them my personal feelings from just watching that movie. I mean, we all, you know, Martin Luther King Jr.'s birthday is, is a holiday, but you know what? It's a holiday. I mean, I mean uh, like I said, we weren't really taught that much about him, and now I totally respect him. Now, I didn't before, but now I really do because of what he's what he done and what what he went through in the people of in the South period based in Alabama, the blacks that went through is it's unbelievable being up here in the north. We don't like you said, we don't but it's it's an amazing film. I mean, David who played Martin Luther King Jr. I thought was awesome and it's sad that he wasn't he wasn't nominated for an Oscar for that role, was he? No, he he wasn't. Um um, I saw him, you know, when we were in Selma, and um, yeah, but he, he wasn't bitter. Neither was Ava, who I thought should have got nominated. Um, the movie, you know, that's what they're all about and what it's all about. Is the movie. Right. But I tell you, you're right, David. You know, you know, I just met him on Selma, and then I saw him at, in L.A. at the premiere, and I mean, you could already recognize him. You know, like, yeah. oh, this is what he really looks like. And uh, you know, he gained weight <laughs> part and cut his hairline back a little bit, and um, so. Yeah, he, he's, a, he's a great Brilliant. guy too. Wait, but um, absolutely good now, stuff. Now, what was your experience? What was your experience of meeting and working with Oprah? She played Annie Lee Cooper. Yeah, yeah, uh, and, she, and she's a producer. You know, Oprah kind of came aboard as, as as the story's told, and she really championed it on through, and as as she can do, you know. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, but but Ava asked her to play Annie Lee Cooper. Um, and, and who's a, you know, historical character who's, you know, there's pictures of Annie Lee Cooper. Uh, she, she hauled off and hit Sheriff Jim Clark one time yes. at, at, at the, uh, at a protest. And, uh, and, but, uh, yeah, she, the story goes, she tried to register to vote for like five times and, you know, the, the power was in the hands of the registrar back then. You know, they had the right to vote, but, he had to get registered, and uh, you know the registrars, as was my case, would you know, put them through these questionnaires, or would find something wrong on the on the application. You know, you didn't spell this right, you didn't capitalize. So anyway, um, that was kind of the gist of our scene. But working with Oprah, you know, um, during the audition process, uh, I originally went in and read for one of the Klansmen, and. Cynthia Stillwell, who was doing the casting, she's like, you know, Clay, I'd like for you to try this registrar role. And um, so I, I took it outside. I, I looked over it, you know, studied it a little bit, came back in and, and did it with Cynthia. And uh, she liked it. And um, she and I sat there and we talked for like an hour about, and I never had this experience with a casting director before, about this character and, and you know, what type of person he was. And, you know, I, I grew up in a small town and, you know, we kind of we kind of knew knew who these people were, and um, and so uh, she said, "Will you come back tomorrow, read it for Ava?" So I came back the the next day, um, read it for Ava. Well, actually, I read the Klansman first, and then Cynthia says, "You know, Clay's prepared to do the registrar for you," and she's like, "Oh, okay," because they were originally going to cast that out of New York or L.A. I mean, Ava eventually told me, "Hey, I read hundreds of actors for that role, and you know, you were the one," and. Um, and so uh, so I read it, and she kind of perked up, and and uh, she gave me some direction. Read it a couple more times, and then uh, I left, and 
I felt good about it. I got and I got called to come back over there a couple of weeks later, and I'm two hours away from where they were casting, and they wanted me there in about two hours, and uh, I just couldn't do it. I said I, I I can't make it. I'm sorry. And I thought I may have heard the end of it, but right. then then a week later, my agent called and said, Clay, you know they haven't booked you yet, but they want you to come to the table read. You know, that's when they, all the actors get around the table that's been cast, and they, they read the script, and the director makes notes and, and that kind of thing. So I went to the table read, and I actually read several of the other roles because I guess they had not been cast yet as as well. And, uh, and I, of course, read the registrar. And everyone was there, you know, except for Oprah. And, um, I, and I knew by then that she was playing Annie Lee Cooper, so I, so I, I knew the scope of this film and, and what it was going to be, and uh, and Ava comes over afterwards. Clay says, "Clay, you did a great job, and you know, good job reading those other roles." And by the way, would you like to play the registrar? And, and then I'm like, "Yes!" Gave her a big hug, and and uh, you know that that that's how it happened. Um, I, I guess I kind of got off topic. You asked me about Oprah. No. Yeah, she she's uh, she was fantastic. I I got invited to come over and have lunch with her and the cast a couple of days before. Uh, Second AD called me, said she wants she would like to meet you before you're seen. So I go over and uh, she's not working that day, because um, she really only has a few few scenes in the movie. And uh, so we uh, we sit around with David and Ava and Common and you know the rest of the people in the movie and that are working that day and and, uh, and Oprah and she tells stories and have a nice lunch and then it was just a you know really. Uh, a fun day for me and exciting and and then I went back a couple of days later and we shot shot our scene late in the afternoon uh, and she really had nothing to say to me the whole day um which which is understandable given the the content of the of the scene um and, and she was dealing with uh, Maya Angelou who had just passed away the day before and she was uh. filming those scenes where she actually got beat up that morning and and so uh you know I'm sure she was in, in a in a tough place. However, when we finished our shooting at about midnight, you know, she she was just like a, a weight had been lifted off her shoulders, and she was just her jovial old self, and you know, very complimentary, and and uh, we laughed, and it, it was it was it was fun. And then you know, I got to see her again in Selma, and then at the premiere in Los Angeles, and and I love Oprah. She's 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 done a lot of good for a lot of people, and she's a you know, a fantastic lady in my book. I was uh, out of town for a couple of days working, and uh, I was at the motel. And you know, when you come home, the motels have the uh, the uh, con- the movie channel. Every time you turn the TV on, and I can remember Selma before it was in the theaters came on. And if I'm mistaken, wasn't the topic coming up that it said that this movie puts President Lyndon Baines Johnson in a bad light? Did you hear that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was, uh, you know, there were some people that that had that to say that, you know, maybe it wasn't as as historically accurate as they thought it should have been. But, yeah, that, there was that out there. As far as yeah. painting him in a bad light, you know, I, I, I told my wife, like, I don't understand what they're saying. I, I, I got the feeling from watching the movie, and I really, did, not a history buff and didn't know everything, but when I came out of there, I was like, okay, so Lyndon Johnson really, he wanted to help, you know. Yeah. I, I didn't think it. I didn't think it. You know, sometimes you want to help, but but you know, you've got uh, other things pulling you elsewhere, and and you can't help exactly when you want and how you want to. You know, but, right. but I didn't get the right. feeling walking out of there that he was 
racist and and uh, you know didn't care. No, and and the big thing is he's from Texas. Uh, it's it's the South, and I mean I know if I'm mistaken, I think yeah. I mean I was watching that, and as you heard in my review, one thing that irritates me is unless you were there when it happened. I mean, if you're a twenty-something or a thirty-something or a forty-something, who are you to say it's not accurate? I mean, exactly. obviously there's going to exactly. be. I mean. Obviously, there's going to be something added to the movie to make it more interesting. But the bottom line is, you and I were not there. I was born in 68. You were born in 69. Joanne was born in 1930. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> hey, I'm sorry. That's terrible. I, hey, I was in the fourth grade when all this happened, so I didn't exactly. know okay. what's going on either. <laughs> so, I, I mean, who are, who are these youngsters to say anything? I mean, get over yourself. I also read that the sheriff... In real life, obviously, the one who shot the, the young black activist, remember in the cafe? Yeah, Jimmy Johnson. Yes, and, and I just, I mean, I'm telling you, Clay, I did so much research. I found out that the sheriff who shot the, little boy, the young man ended up going to jail in 2007. That's right. A six-month sentence and only served five because he was ill. And I thought, wow, that fought, almost 40-some years later, or 42 years later, I mean, the the movie is that's what fascinates me about Selma is only that it's it, it's it's sad, it's uh, powerful, it's um, informative, and I've learned so much from this film, and I think that's why it's so close to me. It's because it's just a an awesome, powerful film. Not awesome as what happened to them, but it's just a. The, this movie should be an Oscar winner. It should it's, be. It, it's it's very powerful. You know, Scott, I should. I need to get you in touch with Stan Houston, the actor who who played Sheriff Jim Clark, and he's actually from the same town where uh, Jim Clark, you know, grew up wow. and 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 lived. And uh, he he got a lot of backlash for playing that character and playing it the way he did. And I think he's he's considered moving. And yeah, you know, I, I could let him tell you the story. But yeah, he, he oh wow yeah yeah he he's 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 a good actor, and um, you you'd want to talk to him. Well, my husband's black, so Uh I know of discrimination, not only from the black man's point of view, but also from being a white woman married to a black man. And I can tell you that things have changed a lot since, well, I got married 20 years ago, since I got married. So, you know, there's been a whole, even though things aren't the best I think things have changed a lot, and obviously Selma and everything that happened back then was a was a big step in that change. And absolutely, you know, and I and I and I do think that you know, for a lot of people, it's it is going to be a real uh, uh, awakening as to what oh. as to what happened back in the in the 60s. Yeah, I just I, I hope you know. I hope everybody goes to see it, but I wish more people would see it. You know, um, that American Sniper, buddy, it came out and and took and you know took everybody's uh, movie going time. But hopefully, people <laughs> will trickle on in and, and and see Selma. I know it's done well, but but uh, it 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 needs to be be viewed by more people. Well, I did go see American Sniper after Selma, so the Bravo. I seen Good Selma for you, first. Buddy. Good for you, buddy. Um, <laughs> yeah, no problem. They're, I, I guess they're both somewhat history. I mean, of course, Selma is more uh, more history than the sniper uh, um, 
from American Sniper, which it's a good film. I think that Selma is the best film that's in the theaters as of right now. I mean, it opened my eyes, and I'm sure, it, obviously, you said it opened your eyes. After your uh, experience with Selma, how has it been since it was released in the theaters? I mean, as far as um, Persona, I mean, as far as the film, how has it changed you? Well, you, you mentioned about the storyline, like I said, but other than that, how else did it change you? Well, you know, it's 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 been a lot of fun for me. Uh, been exciting. I get to come talk to great people like y'all and do interviews, and um, it's uh, I like to say it's it's op- opening some doors. I've got a few things. Uh, I got another film coming out, and some things that I'm waiting to hear back from, and um, so yeah, it's just kind of been a a step in the in the right direction as far as career-wise for me. Um, well, yeah, we, we've had a lot of fun with it. You know, my wife and I, we got to go out to L.A. for the premiere and spent, uh, had a Sunday brunch at Oprah's house, which was pretty amazing. And Wow. So, so yeah, it's been really cool. I got, I got, uh, she had all the, you know, all the cast and then she had all the, the people who were alive that were portrayed in the movie. Uh, you know, Andrew Young. Oh and, my God, you're kidding me. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Diane Nash and, um, he just, uh, CT Vivian, uh, John Lewis. So it was pretty cool hanging out with them for a whole weekend. It wasn't just, you know, a, a day. We, we had a, we had a, uh, a screening of the movie on a Saturday evening and a, a huge gala afterwards. And then the next morning we had a, a gospel brunch at Oprah's house in her outdoor amphitheater and then big brunch on her, her, uh, 30,000 square foot putting green. Oh, wow. Pretty cool. I, I don't know. I go to L.A. quite a bit for, for screenings and things, and going to something at Oprah's house would probably be much better than some of the ones I've been to. <laughs> yeah, it, I mean, it was it was pretty crazy. Now, now I used when I lived in L.A. for five years, my wife and I, you know, we did the actor thing. We did catering and, you know, uh, waited tables and stuff, and so we were like, man, we used to cater these kind of events, and now we're, we're hanging out with everybody. So it was a lot of fun. And, yeah, you know, to have to have, to have Alfie Woodard and uh, CCH Pounder, and you know, people I admire come up to me and tell me that's a great job in the movie. I love the scene, and and it, wow. you know, so it, it it was really it was really neat. And you know, at the brunch, I'm sitting next to Ellen and Portia and, and Tyler Perry's right right beside them, and and, and everybody else. And Magic Johnson's there, and uh, George Lucas, and it just, it was crazy. Just uh, one of them kind of weekends you, you dream about having. <laughs> um, Clay, you know, I'm very proud of you. I mean, I mean, for a guy who who is in the, uh, in the, in the mid-40s like I am, and I'm an actor myself, of course, not as that mainstream as you did, but for someone to uh, be a part of something that will never be forgotten, I think this film would be in a level with Color Purple. Remember Color Purple came out in 85 and how powerful that film was? Of course, Oprah was involved in that one as well. And I think this film will, will a very uh, important film forever in the film industry. I do too. I do too. I, 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 uh, I agree with you. All right. Well, Clay, it was great to have you on here. I, I mean, I hope you didn't mind me, uh, contacting you after I seen it. I said, you know what? I need to get somebody from this film, on my show to talk about it because again this film really impacted me and I, it changed my life. So. Hey, well, I, I 
appreciate you telling me that and having me on and, and reaching out and it's it's been a pleasure all right Kai. thanks a lot for coming on you take care of yourself and uh don't be a stranger come hey, back in a couple, yeah, couple we'll, of years or so we'll, we'll come back and talk talk about uh i got i got bessie coming out with queen latifah on hbo so hey, there you awesome. go so, awesome. all right thank you scott thanks Clay. Hey. take care buddy Bye-bye. See thanks a lot Bye-bye. thank you Oprah Winfrey was amongst cast members of the film Selma, who participated in a march in Alabama on Sunday to commemorate the Martin Luther King Jr. Day national holiday. Winfrey walked arm-in-arm with David Oyelowo, who portrays Dr. King in the movie, along with rapper Common. Winfrey said the purpose of the walk was not only to remember Martin Luther King Jr. and the events at Selma, but to memorialize Martin Luther King as an idea and Selma as an idea of what can happen with strategy, with discipline, and with love. The film Selma, nominated for an Academy Award for Best Picture, tells the story of the civil rights marches in 1965 from Selma to Montgomery, Alabama, and the violence the protesters endured at the hands of police and local vigilantes. 